morning to everyone. Good Saturday to everyone. I hope everybody's doing well. We are doing good today, and uh, it is the day of affirmation. Um, I'm sitting here taking advantage, taking full advantage of everything, because what happens is um, I am on my iPhone, and we are starting the show this way because it's possible, and we got to take advantage of stuff that's possible. We really do. Uh, if we want to wake up and if you know, we want everything to be okay with everybody as much as possible, because not many people are going to wake up, apparently. I'm looking on the uh, rotating banner on RBN this morning, and I'm going, wow, okay, illegals, yeah, farmers that are getting angrier, uh, criminal FDA, which we know about because we talked about the plan before and how the jabs were planned since 2017 or before. Uh, protecting pedo priests. Yes. Uh, Michelle is a trainee. Yes. You know, like all this gets me thinking. Like, you know, when did I wake up and, and why? Like what happened? And we'll get into that as the, uh, this, you know, this series rolls along. Luca's world is exactly what it is. It's Luca's world. It's what's going on in my world and how I can help. And I've had a, a lot of experience with, with the Native American philosophies and, and, you know, the Native American existence and research and history and all this stuff. So it's really interesting because I'm also in parallel with working on World War II for the last 20 years. And I'm noticing that everything's happening all over again. And I'm also noticing that if you don't know what's happening, you can't put two and two together. And that's exactly what they want. Okay. So let me start by being brave enough to get a meme out here on uh, live on the show. <laughs> I'm getting braver by the day. I'm, I'm, I don't really, it doesn't bother me anymore. I have something important I wanted to share uh, questioning and doubting the most histor historically corrupt and fraudulent companies and entities in the world does not make you anti-anything, nor does it make you a conspiracy theorist, you know, and then you think about it. Remember what Thomas Paine wrote? Hang on a second. Actually, questioning is and should be the place of reason. Remember? Uh, the Age of Reason, the book by, by Thomas Paine, and I, I quote his introduction often. Um, the fact that questioning has become so taboo should, in fact, scare the heck out of everybody and send a chill up everybody's spine. Because uh, we're not supposed to. But uh, everything is uh, mind-blowing. Everything is just overload. I, I don't know if you noticed uh, last week, I talked about a bout I had with anger. Uh, this week, it, it's something altogether different because when you realize that you're working as an empath and when you realize that you have, you feel like you, you know and you feel what's going on, but you can't do anything about it, you start to sit down and you go, okay, so how can I help? How can I help society? Or... You're going to sit down and go, hey, man, I got to take care of myself and the hell with this. Nobody's thinking for nobody's taking care of me and nobody's, you know, going to think of me. So it's either think for the self or think for everybody else. It's one or the other. There's not going to be any sitting on the fence anymore. And I want to sh 
give a shout out to all the empaths and all the people that are really feeling a lot of what's going on and that are hurting like I am. Listen to this one. Everything is designed to destroy your empathy because if you suddenly understood all the suffering and interconnectedness, you would fall on your knees in the middle of the street and weep like a baby. Instead of developing a grating sense of humor and fighting each other and buying stuff. Right? That's basically what it is. We have no idea. You know, we think we do, you know, and, and that's when you get, you get in touch with real spiritual people who usually say, you know, when you think you know something, you usually don't. Okay? That's just the way it is. So, I wanted to make this hour as uh, wonderful as possible and, as my disclaimer says, as honest and full of truth as possible and necessary and useful for everybody. And it's also a way for everybody to get to know me because we've been together now for quite a while. People are listening. People are coming back. Speaking of that, I would like to thank... Um, Lynn in Maryland for doing it, for making a donation uh, last week. And uh, yes, we're going to be riding the wave together again. Um, so I want to start out by saying, give yourself a break. How's that? You know, don't think you can do everything because you can't. Uh, don't think you're responsible for everything because you're not. Um. And I want to share something from the Native American world that'll probably make a lot of sense to a lot of people. And then I'm just going to re-edit, re-edit it or re-edit. How do you say that? Re- reiterate it afterwards. Try to translate here from French again. Listen to this. Maybe you're not a language keeper, but you know the songs. Maybe you're not a basket weaver, but you know the roots. Uh, maybe you don't keep the medicines, but you keep the children. Maybe you're not a dancer, but you make the regalia. Maybe you're not a lodge keeper, but you keep the fire. So what they're saying is, is um, we don't have to be all things to be indigenous, you know, to be us, to be worthy, uh, to be valued and to belong. We had societies, and our roles were specific to our gifts. Is that cool or what? Quit exhausting your spirit trying to think that you're gifted at everything, and you can help everything, and you can solve everything, and you can do... You can't. Um, it doesn't make you any more you or traditional or important because you're stretching yourself, yourself out. It's exactly what my... Um, my closest friends and relatives told me when I started my show series out, they said, Luca, don't, don't try and figure everything out and don't try and solve everything for everybody. Just go inside, find out what you are good at specifically and work on that. And then you can take that and go nuts with it. That makes sense to me. So, with, uh, with three radio shows on the go now, um, I'm able to, to really see, like in Luca's world especially, this is like where I'm at. This is me. This is how I work. And um, we don't stop enough uh, to, to analyze what we're doing, you know, or, or to, you know, because if we did, I mean, you know, uh, we're, I think, 
how can I say that? The whole system is built on uh, keeping us in the dark, keeping us in this illusion, keeping us going all the time. Go, 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 go. You know, don't look back. Don't look, you know, just keep going. Because if we started looking, that's when the troubles start for us. And that's, that's why Luca's in, in the uh, poo-poo that he's in because of, you know, knowing what we know after that long. And yeah, 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 we know about Israel. Yeah, we're going to talk about Israel too. I have a scary story to talk to you about today called Dad and the AI Truck. And, you know, <laughs> it's wonderful to have the responsibility of a show like this. So you can say, Luca, what are you going to talk about this week? It's going to be important. Yes, it is. You know, what do the people, if you were sitting there and you were going to listen to a show, what would you want to hear? That's how I'm preparing these shows. And I want to talk a little bit more on anger today, too, because I'm really having a hard time. And Tolstoy, like I said last week, I'm sure, uh, he said, in order for the truth to be heard, it must be spoken with love. No matter how wise and true a spoken word is, if it's not conveyed in love, it, it won't be conveyed in anger. It can't work. It won't be conveyed to someone if, unless they're on the same wavelength, of course. But... Um, I, I, I can't really totally 100% agree with that either, because if I was sitting there in, in a room and I heard myself talking like that, I would be interested. I would want to come up. As a matter of fact, if I see somebody raising his voice and specifically talking about uh, certain things that, you know, that resonate with me, that's what blows me away. That's when I get all fired up. Like those clips that, that we heard, like this one clip that we're going to hear today about Christina Anderson, who's... Um, and that's, that's, that's half of a segment by itself. That's half of a, a show by itself right there, because when you're going to, oh, I may as well tell you now, you're going to hear Christine Anderson getting interrupted at the end within the last minute. And that is something else because she gets into the heaviest part of her conversation and she gets interrupted. Thank you very much. Next, you know. And I want you to, to really pay attention to that. When I'll say it again before we, uh, we play the clip. But um, the idea is to follow the way of Zen. And I'm just going to throw this out because I've been resonating with this all week. And it works for me. And I want to throw this out. Do one thing at, one, at a time. Okay? Do one thing at a time. Do things slowly and mindfully. This is like note to self, big time. <laughs> this is like, you know, sending this to myself on Facebook with note to self written on top. A reminder for Luca, you know. Connect deeply with people and nature. And if you can't, stay by yourself and close the door. Meditate frequently. Appreciate silence. There it is. Uh, the Apache magic word. Everything is silence. The Apache is stillness, is what they call it. When you're so still, you can catch birds with your bare hands. Okay, that's what uh, Geronimo could do when he was young. Um, observe without judgment. Be grateful for everything. Expect nothing. Here's a good one. Consume less, create more. My best friend would say, consume less and produce more. Because we're, we're a consumer nation. We're not a production 
nation. Let go of the fears that you have and the desires that you have. And uh, listen to understand, not to respond. You know how you notice when you're talking to somebody, you can already tell that they're formulating their response and they're just going to wait for you to stop talking so they can blow their answer out at you because they weren't listening to you in the first place. Huh? I get that a lot. Uh, be patient and generous. Love deeply and live simply. Okay? This is what we have to do. We have to do this. Or, you know, we're not going to make it. And there's Luca saying it again. The only way out of this mess is in. It's inside. And I will give you an example why. You notice? Okay, so let's, let's just talk about money for a bit. May as well, because... Uh, I've been talking about money, and I've been talking about shades of money and variations of money without realizing it. And then this week, I went, whoa, whoa, this is big stuff here. Because you have integrity, your own integrity, if you have any, right? It goes up and down with the more money you have or the less money you have, which I'm going to talk about briefly. And I've already spoken on that. And I've noticed that it changes people. I also wanted some input on that if you want to call in to, uh, to talk about that with me. And I may as well throw the caller out number right now, uh, 512-248-8252 uh, or 1-800-313-9443. And the article for today's show is going to be appearing on my uh, article on the Liberty Beacon website tomorrow morning. That's thelibertybeacon.com in one word, I notice uh, money changes people. A lot of people will be saying, you know, maybe somebody like Taylor Swift or somebody like, you know, they were, when they started, they were a certain person, but when they got big, all of a sudden they're not the same anymore. They're different. They're changing. They're, you know, <clears throat> depending on what the person changed to, actors or singers, right? Or they become unbalanced big time unbalanced um, you notice there's something completely unbalanced in their personality it's like a sickness uh, the Indian nations called it mashishka that's the uh, Lakota term for money mashishka ah mashishka you know that's what they always oh yeah you're, he's after the mashishka you know the women are after the mashishka you know that's what that is so Rather than saying the you know money is is you know evil, it's not. Money is supposed to be a tool, and you decide if it's a tool for evil or for good. See, so I'm looking at money like uh, just like the choice we have with good or evil. Same thing. Okay, well, <coughs> excuse me. There's this guy, and I have the permission to tell this story. Um, he buys an AI truck. Okay, he's got a lot of money. He's got a $60,000 truck and he's got an $80,000 truck and he decides to, you know, trade them both in and get this AI truck that drives itself. Okay, and, uh, you know, I, I own the county so I can do what I want, right? Uh, okay, so you know what AI does. What does an AI truck do? It talks to you. It learns from the driver. It talks to him. 
There's a beautiful woman on that appears on the dash. Oh, the story gets better. We'll be right back because I'm hearing music. And oh, maybe not. Maybe not. Oh, okay. I thought I heard music. Uh, so a, a beautiful woman appears on the dash. And he talks to this beautiful woman all the time, right? Uh, <laughs> okay. And it talks to him. It gets to know him, right? So who is this guy anyway? He's a Rothschild type of agent who owns a lot of property. The police are scared of him, per se. He tried to, tried to leave um, a store with 25,000 rounds of ammunition that, were, that was put in, in his cart, and he was wheeling it out to the car without paying. Well, you know who I am. I don't need to pay. You know who I am. Okay, he gets in front of the judge, the ju and he, say, he says to the judge, I am, right, Robert Frost, let's say, you know, you know who I am. And the judge laughs at him and kind of gives him a slap on the fingers with, uh, what, a six-month a six probation or community service. And, and that was slipped away, and, and it wasn't even put on his record. The truck talks to him for about a week or two, right? Guess what happens? You know, asking him, how are you doing? You know, how are you feeling today? Um, you know, and, and this is coming from a guy that gives his son dirty socks and used underwear for Christmas. Uh, he says he'd love to screw his wife and I'll pay you if you want. Okay. This is the kind of guy he is trying to get his, his own son angry at him constantly all the time. This is the type of guy who goes to a homeless shelter and his $80,000 vehicle dresses the part and then parks two streets over and then goes over there to eat with the homeless. He's already been refused at the food bank because they know who he is and they see him driving around in his truck. So, um, you know, <laughs> uh, the truck starts talking to him like, you know, uh, uh, you know, how are you today? You know, how is you? And he's talking to the truck like, you know, what he wants to do to, to certain people and you know, he, he's, uh, he's tired of this and he's tired of that and I can't swear on the air, so I think you have a pretty good idea. One day he gets into his truck, starts the, uh, the truck and says he's going to, uh, to Walmart. And he called the, uh, the truck in Ichba and he said, you're going to take me to Walmart. Car, the uh, vehicle takes off and all of a sudden he realizes he's not going to Walmart. And he, he says, where are you taking me? And, and, and the, the voice says, we're taking you to the mental health center and you're going there to check yourself in. And by the time they get to the parking lot, he's having a fight with the AI of the truck. And I'll tell the end of the story when we come right back. This is Lucas World. Don't go away. Do you begin to smell some funky little things going on? Let me share this story with you. It's not so much a story, it's something I wrote years ago. Read your history, people. Stock markets collapse on Friday. Bank seizures, closures, holidays take place after business hours on Friday. Do currencies or governments also collapse on Friday? <laughs> Tomorrow's Friday. Will the end come on this Friday, or will the inevitable collapse hold off for a while? 
The next round of the worst financial crisis in a hundred years is coming, people. And the government is out to make you and I pay for it. And will your savings survive a global banking wipeout? What happens when the U.S. sees hyperinflation? What if taxes soar not only for the rich? Can you survive the stock market tanks? Look, between a stock market wipeout, waves of bank failures, soaring government spending that will lead to hyperinflation and the destruction of the dollar's value, isn't it time that you prepare for the uncertainty which lies ahead? Protect your money now or forever kiss it goodbye. My friends, I offer you over six decades experience of hard asset ownership and knowledge. And I'm prepared to handle the smallest detail in the balanced protection of your portfolio. For as the future of uncertainty continues to blanket this nation of ours, I believe that I can offer you the privacy, safety, security, and possibly some profitability which you deserve. And so I invite you to visit SierraMondrePreciousMetals.com for further information regarding protecting your wealth. Or call me, Jeffrey Bennett, at 602-799-8214. Or by email at KettleMoraineLTD at Cox.net for private consultation. Once again, our phone number is 602-799-8214. It's almost Friday. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. my wave song our producer allows me to talk about this really quick and this is my wave song I just found a friend by the name of Steve that I'm I'm uh, surfing with and we're going down this wave at 25 or 30 miles an hour and it works it was the best wave of my life folks and I was like 12 or 13 years old we are back on Lucas World and we have a caller waiting, I do believe. Uh, let me just finish the story real quick about the AI truck, okay? So the, the AI truck ends up driving this guy to the mental ward and would not start. So he had to literally, you know, bring the truck back and, and exchange his vehicles again. But my question would be, how far is it going to go? Is it a suggestive idea or is it a controlling idea? And I think it's going to be controlling. We have Bill from Kentucky on line one. This is Lucas World. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, sir. I want to say OCO, the Cherokee word for hello. OCO. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yes. Hey, uh, but uh, what, what I want to say is, uh, number one, uh, something you were talking about the very first of the show about, you know, all the illegal immigrants and everything coming over the border. I, now I think <laughs> we kind of understand how the people in Plymouth, Massachusetts felt when they saw the pilgrims. You know uh, what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, 
they, they, they thought, man, these, these guys, we don't know who these guys are, where they're from, but, and they look like they're going to try to take us over. You know, that's what I kind of feel like now. But, uh, yes, sir. Anyway, but what I was going to talk about the money was I think money is, it, of course, there's one way of looking at it. It's the root of all evil, but the other way is if you don't have any money, you're broke and you're destitute. So I think there's there should be some sort of balance in there. You know, you don't want to be poor and and destitute, but at the same time, no. you don't want to be so greedy. All you think about is 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 money and possessions. Uh, what do you think about that, Luca? I'm so glad you asked. It's an honor to answer that question because my answer would be one question, which one, one answer, one one word. I'm I'm sorry. It would be integrity. Because when you have integrity, right. when you have, like, okay, let me give you a, br- a blunt example. Okay, Hitler had money. Hitler became a leader. Hitler did not become corrupt. Uh, the, it's called the economic miracle that happened in less than four years. He turned his own country around, and people loved the idea of hard physical labor for their own people. He, he did not get help from any other people. That, that's how he made his country flourish so much that they had to destroy him and Austria Austria with it. But it's integrity because, uh, you know, if I had money, man, we'd be, all my friends would be partying. I'd be paying their bills for them. I'd be helping them out. That's what we should be doing. It should be a tool for friendship or for survival. I think. Right. And it's, that's like I said, you don't want to be bankrupt and all that. But now when you have, hundreds of millions or billions, that kind of, not to say, I'm not going to lie to you and say I wouldn't want to have something like that, but I think that corrupts you, you know? Yeah, well, it, I, I don't think it does. If you're not corrupt to the if you're a good person to the core, I don't think anything will change you. I really don't. And that's, I think people like, like us are, are the people that should have that kind of money because that would be well spent. You know, it's like if the, if, if the grandmothers w- w- would be in charge, if the older grandmothers, the right-thinking women would be in charge, there wouldn't be any wars. The people would be taken care of. Infrastructure would be fine. No. I think everybody's seeing what's going on, so. Right. Well, I'll let you go, Luke. It's, a, it's always a pleasure. I've talked to you before. I'm, I am. I'm, I'm white. With some, with, I'm one-fourth Native American Indian, indigenous, whatever word you want to yes. use, and I'm I'm, and it's so I can see when you talk about the immigrate immigrants, I can see it from both points of view because by native heritage, you know, we saw the people come in, and I think I had mm-hmm. I had distant relatives on that trail tears that went toward Oklahoma. I live in Kentucky in the Appalachian Mountains, so I'm a hillbilly now. Now the white side of me, I guess the native side too, sees all these different people or South Guard troops in every part of the world, but where we need them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? I'll give you another good example. See, your integrity and the fact that you're a good person, you're not saying one side is bad or the other side is good. We're, we know both sides are good. You know, there's bad in everything, right? It, it depends right. on who yeah. you are. I really believe that. And government is making sure that we're completely confused and nobody knows who they are, so everybody's fighting, and that's what they want. Right. But I appreciate well, your calling. You have a fantastic day there. Thanks, buddy. You too, sir. Thank you so much for calling. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Bye. And and this is this is what we're dealing with. So, you know, um, this AI truck thing really got me thinking. It's either you know, yeah, it'd be nice to say it's an attempt to correct bad behavior, 
You know, no, no. I think it's an attempt to control, and and because uh, everything's making sense because this is a a money versus a spiritual war, right? It's religion versus spirituality. It's a game of control. Okay, and I'm going, huh? Okay, so what would you say to that in your in your show? Well. Anybody research Tesla? Unbelievable what this guy was was at. Um, Tesla says, just believe. He says, just believe in yourself. Believe that everything is light. He says, and remember that no one existed and no one died. It's all an original state. We'll be right back on that. When we come back. This is Lucas World. Don't go away. the truth you're listening to republic broadcasting network real news real talk real people because you can handle the truth people often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting extendivite allow me to read a few in one month my blood pressure dropped significantly i no longer get chest pain after exercise it's amazing and i ordered my second bottle the reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be. Great product. A few days in, and I could feel a difference for certain. Not checking medical stats yet. I know this is really working by how I feel. We'll continue to take this product. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. Dot com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back, uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee... You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Go to republicbroadcasting.org. Smash that donate button. 
like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in the United with States. anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're jiggling juice, we used to say, the, uh, the dancing Israelis. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising, and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? Like, what are we going to do about it? Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. exactly what we're doing we're tearing the walls down people we are tearing down the walls and that's what the judge is telling us to do let me say this real quick about tesla what i'd like to do is give you a perspective okay i want to talk about spirituality and then i want to talk about the world at war and how they think listen to what tesla says in this excerpt from an interview in 1899 the journalist says to him uh you say that i am like every being i'm light This flatters me, sir, I confess, but I do not quite understand. Uh, Tesla says, why is it necessary to understand, Mr. Smith? Just believe. Everything is light. And remember, there is no one that existed who has died. They have transformed into the light and as such just exist still. The The secret lies in the fact that the light particles restore their original state. And the journalist looks at him and he says, this is the resurrection. And Tesla looked at him and he says, well, I'd rather call it a return to a previous energy. Christ and several others knew the secret. I'm looking for a way to preserve human energy, he continued. I have not sought it for my own sake, but for the good of all. Uh... I believe that my discoveries make people's lives easier and more bearable, and uh, I channel them to, cha- to channel them to spirituality and to morality. Okay. Now look what they're doing in Israel. Okay, I think it's a pretty good example. That's what a good leader does, and that's exactly what I said to the last caller. Um, a good leader. That, that is balanced and that understands, that has a conscience and that has true morality. You know, all the ones we got rid of, you know, Assad, Gaddafi, uh, you know, all the people that we were taught were, you know, nah, they're, they're, they're just terrorists. They're, uh, you know, they're bad, bad people. You know, like this N-word that we're using, like Nazis, right? They're bad people. Right. <laughs> Ask uh, George Patton about what the N-word was. Oh, it just happened to be the best race in Europe that we destroyed. Come on. Uh, I think it's about time that we really looked at what uh, we looked at the world the way it really is. Uh, I have the 16 things that Gaddafi did when he was in power for the people. I have a list like that that Hitler did the same for the people. 
the people, and I'm going to say it again, the people ended up understanding and loving the honor of hard work and, and um, what was it? The, um, the honor of working for yourself and being able to produce and keeping the results for yourself. You didn't have to give most of it away to usury or for taxes or for this or that or for private banks. We know the story. I hope some of, of us do. I hope more and more of us do. We'll be talking about that. But you know what I mean? Okay, so very quickly, if we go to the Middle East, okay? And I'm like, yeah, the Middle East, right. How come women have face coverings like that? Okay, first time I saw that, my instinct said, no, no. Luca, get into that sometime. Just look at it. Find out. Uh, wow. And then I talked about that chess grandmaster, Anna Muzichuk, who would not play Saudi Arabia because she refused to play that. Uh, the, she used to refuse to put on that face covering, an abaya, it's called. And I remember that. So I, I said to myself, okay, so I'm going to look into it. And that's not traditional at all. If you look at all the countries, and, you know, I don't know why most people don't think of it. Um, Yemen, Iraq, Afghanistan, Iran, India, Morocco, uh, Kazakhstan, Algeria, Malaysia, Pakistan, they all have these coverings that are different. Some have the slit for the eyes and they're black. Some of them look like they have a, a sock on with little holes to breathe in the face. I'm going, that's not normal. You want to see what traditional dress is? And I wish, I wish you could see it. Uh, like Iraq, for example, the, the, the woman has gold, you know, hanging from a beautiful uh, a band on, on, on her head. She's adorned with jewelry vibrant white and, and red and deep red and oranges. Unbelievable cultural differences in every single one that I just named. They're completely and totally different. Uh, the Algerian costume for traditional women, it looks almost like a, a hippie costume in the 60s or 70s for us. Vibrant, just incredible. So they've been actually doing that too. They've been trying to control us that way as well. Yeah, but, you know, they won't put two and two together. And by the time they do, you know what's going to happen. We'll have it all, right? Huh. Okay. And, you know, when you start to live and you start to really honor who you are and honor the people around you, you start to say to yourself, whoa, whoa, hang on a second, you know? Uh, freedom is an absence of the ruling class. Okay, I'm going to get into that, but uh, the producer is kind of reminding me also that, that I do have a clip, and uh, this is important because I'm, I'm on a roll, and I'm on the Israeli segment. Yes, it is, and I'm coming up right on it, so you know what we'll do? We'll play the clip now, and we'll listen to uh, Christine Anderson. Uh, listen to the last minute, okay, very carefully, because she gets cut off uh, right at the end, and you'll notice it's the most important part of her speech. Let's have a listen further. On the very same day that the West pet bull dog Israel 
was hauled into The Hague to face the charge of genocide in which EU countries are complicit, our so-called like-minded partners, the US and Britain, flout the UN Charter to commit their latest crime of aggression. Illegal, unprovoked, unjustified airstrikes on Yemen. Lawless, barbarous acts to inflame the region and to make worse the catastrophic cost of living crisis being experienced by millions of Europeans. And now some of you actually want to join them. Seriously, with a straight face, people have come in here and said they want to do that in order to uphold international law. The very same international law that a horrified world has watched being trampled into the ruins of Gaza while the EU hands Israel more weapons and cheers on the genocide. The Yemenis have killed no one. 25,000 Palestinians are dead. And all you're enraged about is international shipping. It's over. The EU has no moral authority. If you want to sort the situation out, end the genocide. See what I mean? She gets. She, they try to cut her off right at the end. I'm sure people heard that. Uh, right when it gets, you know, it, do you know what that says to me? Just the fact that they did that like that, you know? Uh, oh, yeah, thank you, ma'am. Yeah, that, that's enough. Thank you. Next. It's like, okay, you know, we're not going to do anything about that. You know, that, that, that's unnecessary. Next. See? Because they don't want to hear that. And it goes against what they're doing. See, and she's got morals. So I'm going, I wonder why she's there in the first place if she has morals like that. Um, but none of this makes sense. And I also have something that I'm very angry about uh, because I'm, you know, before we go to Israel, let's just touch on this for a minute. Uh, if anybody wants to, I wish they would go to Google and punch in 2012 Olympic ceremonies, the uh, Olympic uh, Olympic Games opening ceremony. That's what it is. Okay? Just those words. And you're going to see uh, one of the main events was a huge black figure of death holding a syringe. 2012. Okay? A black figure holding a syringe. Huge black figure. Uh, must be 40, 60 feet in height, uh, dressed in, in, in black, like looking like death itself, okay? And a room full of hospital beds with people in, in, in the beds and, and nurses together. Is anybody following what I'm saying? A ceremony in London, 2012. Giant figure of death holding a needle, nurses and doctors dancing zombies, and all the children in hospital beds. Okay, think about it. Uh, when you start to think of that, you're going, are they laughing at us that much? I mean, is this in 2012 when nobody even has any inkling that this is going on? And as the plan I shared with you, it says in the plan that it started in, two, in 2017, really. The action started when uh, Bill Gates is really the owner of the WHO and then, you know, uh, Prince Charles is kind of threatening more pandemics if we don't accept the New World Order. You know what I mean? That's when it really started in 2017. So you're talking five years before that. And you're talking 1966 
which was the first transatlantic, uh, I, can I say, playing with the uh, coronavirus internationally, like playing with it in, you know, in laboratory to see what we could do with this, you know. They discovered it in 65, according to Dr. David Martin, and the first transatlantic experiment with it. Can you imagine? What, do they really want to depopulate that much or that bad? Uh, and like in Golden Girls on TV, there's that grandmother, right? And they tell her not to stir the pot, and here's Luca stirring the pot. And that's what it reminds me of. I got this picture of Granny stirring the pot, and that's what I want to do. The following countries have refused to endorse the ongoing Israel, U.S., U.K., German genocide, or Rothschilds, in Gaza, and have declared their intention to maintain funding for UNRWA, Ireland, Scotland, Norway, and Spain. And more nations are going to be hopefully needed to follow suit. We were talking about armies really quick before the break. Uh, armies are created, according to Jacques Fresco, to protect an established system, not people. Uh, in the future, an educated humanity will not stand for war. Armies are created to protect an established system, not the people. Why do you think Luca is sitting here thinking like, it really looks like they haven't cared for us people since the beginning? Since America was, was founded, I mean, it, it has to be, you know, let's get the... Rockefeller was the one responsible for taxing both men and women so he could make twice the amount of money on us. Can't have them working for nothing, goodness sakes, right? Every single thing you look at tells you what they've been doing with us. And then all of a sudden you're faced with this one picture of the Indians, the Lakota Indians who are waiting for the Bureau of Indian Affairs to bring their monthly or weekly allotments so they can eat, and there's a huge lineup, and what are they getting? Uh, rancid meat and buggy flour. Okay? Tell me that's not the same thing. You know, how many people, how many people, I'm sorry, I, I got the producer, oh, I got to call her, okay, I got the producer talking to me for a second, just very quickly, how many people do you think are running Israel for Rothschild. Think about it. Uh, if all of those people went to their own countries, Israel wouldn't even be a state. Uh, and, you know, Israel would not be. We have Francis from North Carolina on line one. How are you doing, Francis? Hey, young man. Uh, first off, since it's a bit belated, I wish you a belated, happy um, Groundhog Day. <laughs> woof, woof. I'll tell you what. Well, for some folks, it marks the beginning of spring. For others, the vernal equinox marks the beginning of spring. So, hey, you know, whatever it may be to everybody, go figure, as long as you have fun with it. Woof, uh, woof. As far as... Do what? Woof, woof. I'll tell you what. Um, <laughs> as far as the aspect of what makes a good leader and so forth, one thing I've come to observe in life is that the people who seek uh, control over other people's lives that are trying to be dominant and so forth make the worst leaders mm -hmm, because they're power hungry. Now, for mm -hmm. the people that are quiet and don't want such that position as a leader and don't want it, they would be the best ones to actually exactly. run that position because they are humble. They uh, contemplate what kind of effect it's going to have on the people around them and so oh. forth. And 
they have uh, developed innate wisdom that, no, how is this going to affect my brother and sister and uh, uh, next-door neighbor, for that matter? With the people, person people, who's this, is, this is why I love Frances from North Carolina so much, okay? <laughs> I, have to, I have to interrupt her to say this to, to my listeners because she's so dead on all the time when she calls. And even <laughs> if she's not agreeing with me, she'll be dead on anyway. Uh, you know, you, you, you just said the exact law that the grandmothers had way back then. They would, su- they, they, they would sought out, how do you say that? They, they would seek out people with exactly those qualities there, the ones that don't talk, the ones that talk least, right? The ones that are to right. themselves, the ones that are shy, and the ones that do for other people, right? Exactly. Right. Oh, it's exactly. right. It's- and it's a shame and that I, that's not. It's a shame that in today's society that's not true anymore. Because if it were, the world would be in a much different state of being, and it would be actually bliss. Yeah, because the government Absolute would be working bliss. to help us out to make us yep. to make it better for us. It's so obvious. I got to say something yep. about groundhog real quick. Because yes. now they're saying that the groundhog is only right thirty nine percent of the time. Okay? <laughs> Think about that. Think about that for a minute. Okay, so you know what they're saying now, and I saw it in the in the weatherman's face. Okay, oh, he's no. saying he's saying, oh, nature in parentheses. Okay, the groundhog isn't right ninety thirty nine percent of the time. You know what that means? Well, that just means that you know it, you know technology is so much better, and we really don't need Ooh. nature that much. Okay, and that that's how they're treating the groundhog now. By the way, the groundhog is only thirty nine percent successful since its beginning in the eighteen hundreds. They're laughing at oh, him. But- Okay. Oh, oh, okay. So that's a, that's an even better way of turning people off to nature, and you know what I mean. Yeah. That's a very very good tactic, I can say. It is because unfortunately, I feel for the groundhog that's being used as a, um, uh, a no. propaganda uh, prop. As you, uh, that's a tongue twister yeah, for you. Prop- propaganda uh, to begin with. Yes. And this day and time, with the weather being engineered as it is, it's no wonder that the uh, ecology and oh, so one. forth is being all mucked up. Good and one. so uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's ridiculous. So even uh, Mother Nature cycles are are a mess at the moment. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So um, right. I can remember the last time we had snow here in North Carolina, and believe me, it, it was a knocker. It was before uh, the whole twenty twenty fiasco. Really quickly, the last yes. time that that uh, my friend saw snow. And he took a picture of it, and it was it was uh, melting down a pole. Okay, you know what it did? It folded up like a spaghetti. It folded up like, like noodles. It didn't fall and just disappear. It, it literally what? fell and folded up by itself because it, it was like plastics or something. Anyway, the music's That's coming. Crazy. We'll be right back. This is Lucas World. Don't go away. Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 Carcass Drop and Lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation, but today I want to spotlight four of our new products. 
First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. We're back for the last segment. This is Luca Mino. We are here for Luca's World, and we have a very patient uh, person on the phone with us. We have Francis from North Carolina still with us, and we don't we don't hang up on a person. We we uh, <laughs> tell them goodbye first. That was kind of you. If I may and share th- a thought with you, my dear. Yes, very quickly. Uh, yes. This this goes. Oh no no no! Further down, further down. You in here first. Oh, okay, gotcha. I apologize. I'm talking to Mother Half while I'm talking to you. Okay. Um, a little bit of tidbit, a bit of wisdom for the everyday person. Yes, grandmothers of the world contain a lot of wisdom that they share. However, that does not mean that someone who is in their youth or adult stage should seek being a grandmother or granddad too soon. You have mm-hmm. a lot of wisdom in those ages prior to that to be gained and gathered prior, then 
you've reached that point of grandmother or grandfatherhood. Right. And what happens is when you, 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 you gradually evolve yourself and then when the grand when the grandmother or grandfather, hopefully he's a good grandfather too, when they see you, they choose you. It's like the cat. The cat decides you're the you're they you're you know, you're theirs, right? That's very true. And, and the grandparents the grandfather and the grandmother work with you and teach you. And that's, that's I was true. lucky. I was so lucky to have that happen to me at what, thirty five or so, thirty six? Indeed. Yeah. Well, the thought I have in short for you is that, ironically, when I was growing up, I didn't really stay that much time with my own age at that point in time. I actually sought the attention, or shall I say, I hung around uh, what was referred to as the older folks, the elder folks, and so mm, forth. Good. Because I figure, well, you know, they've already been through a lot in life, and they're still alive. Beautiful. So... With that in mind, I thought, okay, they must know something I don't. So I hung around them. <laughs> yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. Younger. good. So with that, y'all have a fun weekend and play hard. Yes, you too. Thank you so much for calling and making it an even better show than it already is. Uh-oh. <laughs> Thank you so much. And you know what? You make gonna... the show, my dear. Oh, cute. You make you the do show, too. my dear. You do, too. Thank You're you. in my articles, uh, if you want to check them out. They're on thelibertybeacon.com, too, by the way. Anybody who wants to see this article in written format, go to, to the oh, Liberty no. Beacon tomorrow morning, and my uh, article will be there with all of the stuff that, that I'm talking about. You can even comment there if you don't want to comment or call on the show. Oh, my sorry. Thanks so much for calling, answer. dear. Take care. Have fun. Later. You, too. Uh, I want to finish this show to give a good example, okay? Milton Hershey, the founder of, Her of Hershey's Chocolate, Hershey's uh, company, believed that his employees should be happy in order for his company to thrive. In 1903, he founded a model town for his workers. Their homes had modern amenities such as electricity, indoor plumbing, central heating. The town had a free school and educate it educated their own employees Children had a free vocational school to train orphans, uh, unprivileged boys, okay, amusement parks. What happened to that? That's one person who cared. How come we never knew that? Why didn't they teach us that? Figure it out. These are all the things we need to talk about and to go inside to make a difference so that we can save the planet and save humanity. We can. We can make a difference. This is Lucas World. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining me and be safe, everyone. Till the cows come home to get your new ease off drop and lift what in the world is an ease off drop and lift our ease off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control that sounds great but can i afford it sure and the ease off installs fast the effortless operation will reduce fatigue speed up your line and increase profits okay I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease off? Go to easeoff.com. 
That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. <laughs> 